Keep God's word on your lips Meditate on it day and night Be careful to do what it says Then you will truly be successful Keep God's word on your lips Meditate on it day and night Be careful to do what it says Then you will truly be successful Hey everybody, it's day 52 of our 90 day challenge I'm so excited Can you tell? The topic for today is give careful thought to your ways. Be careful to do what he said. Give careful thought. Be careful to do. That was hot. All right. Listen, we are in the book of Haggai. Haggai, the first chapter, the first through the 15th verse. If you're ready to read the words, somebody shout amen. In the second year of King Darius, on the first day of the sixth month, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai to Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, son of Josadak, the high priest. This is what the Lord Almighty says. These people say the time has not yet come to rebuild the Lord's house. Then the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Is it a time for you yourselves? to be living in your paneled houses while this house remains a ruin? Now this is what the Lord Almighty says, give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much, but harvested little. You eat, but never have enough. You drink, but never have your fill. You put on clothes, but are not warm. You earn wages only to put them in a purse with holes in it. This is what the Lord Almighty says, Give careful thought to your ways. Go up into the mountains and bring down timber and build my house so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. You expected much, but see, it turned out to be little. What you brought home, I blew away. Why? Because, declares the Lord Almighty, my house, which remains a ruin while each of you is busy with your own house, Therefore, because of you, the heavens have withheld their dew and the earth its crops. I called for a drought on the fields and the mountains, on the grain, the new wine, the olive oil, and everything else the ground produces, on people and livestock, and on all the labor of your hands. Then Zerubbabel, son of Zertiel, Joshua, son of Josadak, the high priest, and the whole remnant of the people obeyed the voice of the Lord their God, and the prophet the message of the prophet Haggai, because the Lord their God had sent him, and the people feared the Lord. Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, gave this message of the Lord to the people. I am with you, declares the Lord. So the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, son of Josadak, the high priest, and the spirit of the whole remnant of the people. They came and began to work on the house of the Lord Almighty, their God, on the 24th day of the sixth month. And that ends our reading for today. The topic for our worship thought is give careful thought to your ways. Haggai is a powerhouse book. You should know this by now, but let me confess it to those who do not know it or for maybe that person that skipped one of the days prior to today. I cannot stand history. 
It was my least favorite course to take in high school and college because I just don't like it. But because I don't enjoy history, I typically have to read something that happened in the past almost three times before I really get it. Having said that, I will try to make this as painless as possible. So we all know David, right? Right. So David was the guy who was anointed king after Saul. David, a man of war, was restricted from building the Lord a temple. Remember that? So Solomon, his son, built it. And the temple was a major symbol of faith back then. It was the center of Jewish worship and the footstool of God's presence. If there was no temple, there really was no presence. If there was no temple, there was no worship. It's kind of like having a heart without a pulse, present in existence, but absent of all life. Okay, fast forward. The first temple Solomon built was destroyed by Babylonians, and Haggai is writing to tell his people to rebuild the temple again. The good news is the temple is eventually rebuilt. The bad news is until the people focused on building it, nothing they planned could prosper. Enter Haggai chapter 1 verse 5 through 9. Haggai says, look, you are giving a lot and gaining so little. You are drinking, but your cup has a hole in it. In other words, your boss pays you on Friday, but by Sunday, you don't even have a couple of dollars to put into church. Sound familiar? Do you know anyone like this? I'm sure it's not you. I'm sure you have it all together, but maybe you can share this worship thought with a friend of a friend. Share it with that friend who sleeps with one eye open and one eye closed, thinking about how to think. He thinks, maybe I can cut down the 10-minute shower to five minutes so I can use the spare five minutes to have a conference call. Then instead of driving to work, she catches the train so that she can get her reading done. And when she gets to work, she does research for her sermon while her boss isn't looking. It's not sin. It's multitasking. And instead of cooking a meal, he will grab McDonald's because it's fast. But that gut won't go away so fast tomorrow. All of this is done so that you and I can finish a to-do list that never gets done. But pause for a moment and hear the word of the Lord today. Maybe the reason nothing is prospering is because you're too busy building everyone else's temple and not making time to build your own. Maybe God is giving you a do-over because the temple walls of your spirit have torn down and the only time you get excited is when you get a new idea. But wait, has your first idea been completed yet? Have you considered or have you even finished what you started years ago? Uh, you won't like me today. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I know you have ideas for a new book, but has your first one been written? Has your first marriage been healed yet before you run off to find another more suitable candidate? Listen, the title God gave me for this worship thought is sharp but simple. Give careful thought to your ways. Maybe God is allowing you to read this or hear this or you've shared this with a friend who is now listening to me because it's time to put you on strike. What do I mean? I'm, I'm so glad you asked. No more new ideas. <laughs> no more sparks of inspiration. Finish your first work and then go on to the next one. When Haggai gives this prophecy, he is speaking to a group of people who returned to their homeland to rebuild the temple that hadn't yet been built. They had been back, y'all, for 16 years, but they didn't have anything to show for it. No work had been accomplished. 
No progress had been made. But each and every year, I'm sure they had a great sounding New Year's resolution theme. Each and every year, I'm sure they brought a new gym membership. Lord Jesus, I could buy a car with all those memberships. Each and every year, they put God on the back burner and God's kingdom priorities had become secondary to their personal plans. The irony, though, was that they wanted God to prioritize them, but they didn't prioritize him. Haggai reminds us of this sobering truth. Until we build the temple, nothing around us will prosper. 1 Corinthians 6.19 updates the files by reminding us our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. This means you've got to build yourself before you can effectively build everybody else. It's time, my friends, to give careful thought to your ways. Today, take full inventory of your life. List every project you are working on and categorize them as essential or optional. If it's optional, you can live without it. If it's essential, it is a part of your temple building project. The only way to find real contentment in life is to build with God's priorities in mind. How do we begin? By giving careful thought to our ways and eliminating anything that doesn't align with the plans God has spoken to you about. This isn't rocking science. Just get back to what you started before you got distracted. So what is your worship work? Today, give careful thought to your ways. Ask yourself an honest question. Are you putting stuff before the Savior? Let your self-examination be a litmus test to determine who really is primary in your life. I want to pray for you, but as I pray today, I don't want you to beat up on yourself. This is not a word that will make you feel bad. This is a word that exposes that you are on the right track. And listen, some seasons, he will have you water and he will have you plant many different ideas. But right now, I really feel like God is telling you to focus until you finish. Let's pray. God of my priorities, write your to-do list on the tablet of my heart. I cannot waste another decade doing what I think I need to do. I need to only do what you have called me to do. So help me to start from scratch. Help me to take seriously the time you have given me. Surround me with friends who want to see me win so that I can serve you obediently, my king. You are great and mighty. You are my God. You are great and mighty. Amen. Great and mighty is our God. 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 Can you help me say? Let all God's peace